This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Love Brand You, the show about personal branding, how your values, beliefs, and actions help you define and discover your calling and the evolution of you and your brand. Here's your host, Sam Rafus. Welcome. It is Wednesday and another episode of Love Brand You. I'm Sam Rafus and super excited for today's show because my guest and I both practice a holistic approach to business. I'll have her expand on what it means to her as we get into our conversation surrounding today's topic. But first, for me, a holistic approach to business means to consider all the parts of me and those of the people I work with, meaning personal and professional. I talk about love brand you. So if you think about it, the basis of my brand is all surrounded in love. So what has meaning to me and can make the best of who we are and what we do. In a pure form, Holistic means taking into account body, mind, spirit. So for my example, in order for me to be the best at helping others, I need to know that I eat healthy, I exercise, I get sleep, I need to read, study, I need to learn to feed my mind. I'm an avid reader and that helps me get better at what I do. But I also need some quiet thinking time or downtime to help me and to help my clients. So I surround myself with only people that I love to be around, whether that's friends, my family, my girls. I keep my mind, body, and spirit as healthy as I can be so that I can transfer that into being the best I can be at my work, at speaking, at training, at coaching, podcasting. That to me is a holistic lifestyle. Another part is surrounding myself with colleagues and peers of like-minded values, beliefs, and ways of being. So I learn from them as well as I get to offer my expertise. And this is often referred to as a mastermind group. This is why I wanted Zola on today's show. She is a powerhouse of knowledge and expertise when it comes to mastermind groups. And that's the focus of today's show. Let me introduce you to her. Zola DeFermian is a visionary, a business coach, consultant with over 25 years in the business arena. She helps intuitive, holistic, and creative entrepreneurs Breakthrough Barriers to Success for Both Profit and Fulfillment By Overcoming Time Challenges, Confusion, and Distraction, Zola Helps Clients Create Ease-Filled Clarity, Find Natural and Consistent Focus. Clients finally gain traction in their business, they serve more people, and make a good income. All of the things that I subscribe to and love as well. 
So from an expert and informed position, Zola declares you can love your business into life. Welcome, Zola. Thank you. Hey, I am so glad to be here. Really appreciate it. I was looking I'm looking for... at the beautiful heart. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's the my... heart on your brand. My new, yes. my new banner behind me, for those of you that are listening, Zola's looking at my new banner behind me, my love brand, you heart. <laughs> so, Zola, start us off with your backstory and why you do what you do. Hmm. Well, you had some great questions that we were contemplating what to talk about. And one of them had to do with when did you start your first business and or what was your first business idea? And I just got such a laugh from that because I probably had a thousand by the time I was in my 20s. Seriously, just this intuitive and hyper creative spirit, the daughter of an entrepreneur who did one business after another, most always quite successful. And also I got to see downfalls. Uh, I really watched evolution of business repeated uh, in great ways. And then I have had my own involvement with partnerships. I've also worked a, a bit in context, just for background, I have been a manager for other businesses, with multiple locations and also for people who were doing global um, corporate service. Both of those are little snippets. They're not actually where I focused. I've been mostly with solopreneurship for myself and for others or partnership with one to three partners. So I, I think it's very important, the part about partnership, because I see solopreneurs going into partnerships without really contemplating or being informed. And that's one of those little like red flags. Um, but it is so beautiful. It's such an amazing path to be self-employed, to have freedom, to have the capacity to choose what impact you're going to make and make a difference. So I'm, it's a joy for me. It's a great honor to serve other business owners. It's a creative fun thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, the creativity and but we also get lost in the creativity. Refer to a specific entrepreneur when you're talking of what you're doing now. So for the listener to to get the sense of say a person that you work with right now. Hmm. Is there I have two very different clients. Yeah. yeah, one that's coming to mind is a hypnotherapist okay. who retired, has had a side gig practice for years in his hypnotherapy, but now wants it to expand. And so we've done strategic planning, uh, marketing, but also ultimately where he wants to be, you know, how he wants this the vision to unfold, which, yes, yes. Got you. Okay, so hypno, and again, I like that because it resonates with me for those holistic type businesses. I refer to the holistic business approach that we both mm -hmm. do. So take us into 
what core values drive you and your brand? I like to ask that question of my guests. Hmm. Hmm. I have to say the number one, I'm, I'm actually going through a slight rebranding. If you look on my website, you'll notice it's a little different than um, my signature on my emails. Um, I'm right in the middle of it too, Zola. So even though you said, oh, I love the heart behind you, I, I haven't, I'm yeah. launching everything in two or three weeks. So we're, I think it's this year. I don't know what it is about 2018. So many of us I've, I've talked to like you and myself, we're all going through this rebranding phase. Okay. So your rebranding phase is what? It's exciting. There's it's a time of transformation, right? So it makes sense that those who are listening to their heart and following a sense of inner calling in their work are going to be responding to this. It's infinite. So I have a circle now, which comes from actually a shot, a photographic shot of abalone. It's a holistic central image for me within which my icon um, my logo is. The thing that I like about it is that we need to be in wholeness and in integrity. So that's my number one value. And from that, we can express the power. I'm, I'm smiling. Yes. I'm, I'm grinning ear to ear as you're talking about integrity, because I would have to say it's, it's one of my top values too. That's, whatever I'm doing, whether it be in my business or in my personal life, that's, that's to my core, whatever, if it feels good, but it's also, we know whether it's right or not. It, it, it's that intuition to know whether it's right for us and for those we serve or for those around us. Yes. You know, I had the most interesting insight conversation with a person in a mastermind group earlier in the week and it was this big aha that I got you know we're always listening if we are a heart-centered entrepreneur to our greatest self and trying to express from that well there's also something that when we are capable of being anchored in ourselves we are broadcasting our signal with far more clarity and we have a heart field Literally, if you know about, yes, um, there's a great math. website, Mind Heart Math. Yeah, but I recommend anybody become aware of how we affect each other with our field. Physically, this is just a fact, you know, uh, regardless of any metaphysical ideas that people hold. And so, when we are in coherent, strong alignment with ourselves, our whole self our communications and the opportunities that come are different, really significantly stronger, clearer, better for us and for those we're in contact with. The real important opportunities, I think, come when we are in that place of uh, being really anchored in our core. So that's the number one value. And to go back also then, mastermind groups are one of the things that is an expression of what it means to me, because as much as I am a solo entrepreneur, I love working with others and I have always thrived when I have collaboration. 
I've had the most extraordinary experiences of massive impact because of the quality of synergy that people, a team that I'm working with, do. And what I discovered is that we limit ourselves, we reduce our capacity to serve as well as be successful if we try to be a lone wolf. I really know that in whatever ways is appropriate for you, collaboration is a powerhouse. It brings you so much energy and opportunity. So I encourage people in everything I do to do masterminding, to do um, accountability to with others, you know, have partners, success teams, whatever you call it. And I want to I I want to get more into that how you specifically do that, but first I I really wanted to make a point in this show with you for our listeners because again when you and I are the people that are are looking at our business holistically we do business intuitively spiritually we are also the people that chase shiny objects we get sidetracked for years in my business i would i would have 80 projects on the go but nothing finished and i often refer to myself on the show as the broke healer i had lots of great ideas and had lots of things going on but i had so much trouble focusing and doing and until Mm -hmm. I learned that. And again, it was through, you know, learning, studying, uh, working with other individuals, working with a coach, working with a mastermind group, working with other individuals to keep me on track and accountable that I actually mm -hmm. started yes. to really focus and find my strategies, find what worked for me. And then I was able to make a better income income and impact for me, but also for my clients. Then I started taking some of these same strategies and, and recognizing that the, the problems my clients were having and being able to say, here, I can help you. So take us back before we get into the mastermind specifically, which I think we'll do after mm -hmm. the break, but specifically tell me what strategy you or strategies that you use to keep you focused? Hmm. You know, I have, I want to share two. One of them is to recognize that we have a capacity to cultivate our focus and to do that well. The ideal state, this is a brain, body, mind state that we can learn, is to be in a place of flow. It's something that happens when people, the, the typical example that's given is people running and everything starts getting really in sync and the sense of ease and focus and momentum is just so thrilling. Well, this happens in anything that you're doing where you, you love and you've chosen to focus, but you've also eliminated distractions and you've optimized yourself by quality food, good oxygen, water. You know, these, there are a lot of things that make our body and our brain come into a unified sync, and then we can go to flow. And when we're in flow, we are 10 times more productive, and the quality of what's coming out is the best, right? So cultivating flow, eliminating 
and knowing how to eliminate distractions by having a really clear plan. So I help people very much with a strategic vision, a vision with an action map and your milestones that you're going for. And then with the accountability, that's, so that's one part. Another part is knowing that we have much more ability than we think we have. And conversely, our brains are designed. <laughs> I took a big chunk out of my life and became an educator. And then I realized very early on I wanted to teach teachers. And then I went back into the business arena. And that's what I do now. So I kind of fuse. And it's brain-based education is my uh, understanding of how, how can we really learn and how can we really be our best selves. And so when I share these things, believe me, it's very true. You have to know that the mind is designed to focus on one thing at a time. And we're in a cultural moment where we're asked to focus on 20 things in a second. And we do something to ourselves. We actually create a, a jagged and erratic inner state for the brain. And so we're working as sort of like, breaks on breaks uh, and accelerating at the same time and it's exhausting so we need to let go of the things that don't serve us and, and cultivate and clear attention. yeah yeah cultivate clear attention the main main number one piece of that is we need to know what distracts us and tune it out you know that's what i had so to that do. we can yeah. Yes. I had to make a concerted effort. And when you when you referred to we can only concentrate on one task at a time. And as women, we often joke mm-hmm. around, oh, we can multitask. I'm a great multitasker. It it's not true. No, no human being is a great multitasker. And when I got rid of that belief and said in my business, I need to focus and I became hyper-focused. And again, if you think of the pendulum and you're so far over on one side of chasing all the shiny objects and doing too many things at once, I specifically made myself for, you know, it's that old, if you're going to change a habit, you have to do it consecutively for X number of days before it becomes uh, Mm -hmm. an, an automatic habit. I specifically gave myself homework and did one habit at a time for 30 days or more. So I, I would wake up in the morning and I would go, I am only working on this. And for me, it was the only way that it, that it could break my habit of trying to do too many things. Anyway, that's what, what it means for me to have focus. But I want to get into the mastermind mastermind um how you work with your mastermind groups because that was the point of today's show that i want people to to learn from you but we need to take a break and i also know that you had an adventure in costa rica so if you have time to share that little snippet about costa rica after the break and then we'll go into mastermind if that works Perfect. Okay, we're going to take a short break and then we'll be back.
Do you feel like you're drowning in administrivia? Do you have a podcast you would like transcribed to repurpose as a blog or even a best-selling book? Rhonda's virtual office is the answer to the freedom you crave so you can get busy doing what you love. Let Rhonda's virtual office give you the relief you need. Visit rondasvirtualoffice.com and get some peace of mind today. Rhonda's virtual office is the go-to transcription service for EWN Podcast Network. Are you a speaker who has an inspiring, insightful message that will help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? If the answer is yes, we invite you to become a pro member of the eWomen Speakers Network. We have over 500,000 women connected through 118 chapters spread across North America. We're looking for speakers to share their wisdom and breakthrough ideas. Go to eWomenNetwork.com and join our speakers network. The benefits for pro speakers are incredible. Go to eWomenNetwork.com. Welcome back to Love Brand You with my guest, Zola DeFermian. We were talking about focus. We were talking about intuition, having a holistic business and how we look at business. And before the break, I wanted you, I I know that you had kind of teased me with your story of being in Costa Rica and I wanted to know more about that. So share that story and what you learned from it and how you can bring us into um, how you work with your mastermind groups. Okay, perfect. <laughs> it's a it's a great setup for the mastermind. Actually, it it was a time. Uh, I have uh, a lot of the work that I've done in the world has been creative and design and construction related. And so during one of those dreadfully heavy duty recessions that took away a thriving business that we doubled our sales every year for years and um, we're living and working in Santa Barbara and Montecito and then bang, (laughs) everything changed. Well, there was this opportunity that I saw and that's one of the things that I'm good at is looking at opportunities. And I think it's one of the things we all need to become aware of is that we have strengths there are also opportunities. We need to be relating to what's in our presence as well as what we want to create, right? So I got invited to go to Costa Rica on a B&B project. Some people who, one of whom was a friend, had invested in a house and we turned it into a B&B down there. And my husband and I just launched into a contract in Costa Rica for... And that's a bed and breakfast, right? It was one year. Okay. A, uh, yes. I'm sorry. I just want to B&B, make it clear. Bed and breakfast. A bed and breakfast. Okay. A bed and breakfast. It was actually supposed to also be we would build several cabinas on this property. It was overlooking a lake and a, the volcano, gorgeous area of the highlands in Costa Rica. So I'm an adventurer. I love to travel. I said, yes, yes. Um, and if all else fails, I'll learn my Spanish very well by doing this. So <laughs> I had that goal. <laughs> 
And so we got down there. This one-year contract, our partners were not down there. They were up in the States. And unfortunately, between them, a bunch of holy hell broke loose, and they all became went at each other's throats. And we we're, we're like abandoned in Costa Rica. Okay, this is like one of those little learnings I had about find out a little bit about what's going on. Like if there's an organization that's already in crisis, you want to think twice. <laughs> okay, but my husband, <laughs> so my husband and I had this joy and sorrow woven fine clothing for the soul divine kind of absolute intensity. That's a quote from Blake that I, I love and live by that the intensity of sorrow, hardship and beauty the extraordinary, there are like 600 some varieties of birds right there. We had the president of the Audubon Society stay at our place from Canada. Oh. Um, we, we were successful in creating a beautiful little B&B, B&B uh, bed and breakfast. We did not get to build the um, cabinas that were going to be an expanded part of the vision. We were becoming partners, one-fifth in the whole enterprise. So the fact that they were underfunded and didn't have money to build, they actually had a false report from one partner who oh. was a lawyer about what the cost to do the project would be. <laughs> so we didn't get to build the cabinas and that meant financially it was not as viable. Ultimately, we wound up getting to stay for a year and a half. Now, you need to know we lived in Costa we traveled to Costa Rica many times before going. Loved it. Had friends there knew the area where the bed and breakfast was. So we had reason to say, this looks like a really good place. Community, um, the appeal, the location, location right on the lake. But ultimately we came home broke with a piece of land in Costa Rica and started from scratch again. <laughs> so the story here is that we didn't actually lose because we still have that land and it has appreciated tremendously in value. And we still go down Wonderful. to Costa Rica. In fact, this summer I, I plan on having a, a retreat for people to do a deep dive in their vision Wonderful. and their creative art. Yes. Perfect place for a mastermind retreat. Yes, exactly. Perfect. Okay. Take us into your mastermind groups. Tell, tell me what, what it is. Like, I, I think for me and the listener, we just want to hear some mastermind groups, you know, people keep it to four because they want, you know, a really strong um, group of people for a specific um, reason. What's the basis right. of yours and what do you, um, what do you take people through? My main interest and thing that I love most is to pull together a circle of friends that is a di slightly diverse, but capable of supporting each other. So not on such radically different levels of their business, like a very mature business owner and somebody in startup have different needs. And the yes. startup person will be able to support a, a, a mature business owner, but they may not uh, be as powerfully uh, effective in helping that person grow their business, right? So we try to balance the personalities, the nature and phase that the business is in, and try to have 
businesses where you can actually be referral partners rather than um, competing if it's within a community. I do online um, as well as local. So locally, I have had um, women's mastermind master heart groups. A typical group will begin with celebration. That was one of the values I didn't share with you. Celebration of life, celebration of the one of my values is to celebrate and honor that the power and goodness of life is always with us. And it's something that I bring into the mastermind group. So we'll actually have a little win or celebration. And then we'll share a super quick check-in, you know, maybe three to six words about how you're feeling. So because, well, when you're in the same room, that's one thing. If you're doing this virtually online and not using Zoom, said a teleconference, which I have done a lot of, um, those words and sharing of how you are in the moment, just enough to help us tap into each other, prevents misunderstanding and failure to, you know, when someone walks in a room and they're looking worn down, you immediately pick up and intuit a little bit of the energy they need from you today. So I facilitate, I've been facilitating groups for years and years, and not just mastermind groups, but spiritual groups and women's groups. Um, so I've, I have a particular role to play, which is to foster conversation in ways that people truly are listening to one another. People have the space to hear themselves those who may not be the most aggressive, extroverted, will have space and be brought in and have their efforts honored and supported as much as the people. So I would never, ever have a group where people are just allowed to talk over one another or for somebody to well, dominate that's not a mastermind because group they have Exactly, exactly. Although I have seen it happen in what was called a mastermind group. So I say there are things you want to watch out for. So I'm sharing that because people do sometimes say that I'm going to have a mastermind with a couple of friends or something. These are things to be aware of. So then we'll, um, when I do the Circle of Friends Accountability Plus, I am both a, a business expertise carrier, holder of space as a facilitator, I bring some uh, focus topically and everybody's established what their needs, what their next step, what they're working on. It's very strategic and goal focused from a heart place. And what Body, I, mind, spirit, heart. Yeah. And what I'm hearing is there is a structure and a point and an action. So there's a structure to the group. Absolutely. Every member knows mm-hmm. what they're what they're coming in for, what the what the focus of the group is, and you you have time limits too. Like mastermind groups are absolutely. Are, you know, this is this is not. I want people to really understand that mastermind groups are different than going for coffee with your friends mastermind groups there there is that yeah. point and because we are business owners whether we're heart or intuitive or spiritual we still focus on 
supporting each other, but taking action. So what's the action? So you named your group. Yes. What, what was the name yes. of your group? Circle of what? Um, one is, uh, this is a um, kind of a hybrid that I have okay. led as a course over a period of time called Circle of Friends Accountability Plus. Okay. And the plus is that you're more than accountable. You are sharing uh, mutual support and synergy, but also there's the expertise of a business presence guiding your goals and development and achieving those. Nice. And everybody buys. There's a focus form. Yeah, there's a purpose. Uh, Say again. And I was saying everybody buys into the core values of the group too. You know, that this is what we're here for. And for my groups, confidentiality is a big deal. You know, we, we are sharing parts of ourselves that, you know, we yes. can, we need help with, but we're also helping others. And it, it is that sacred trust of the mastermind group. That's beautifully put. Exactly. Exactly. It's different than when you're in the world where you have mixed, you want to share and you also want to show your best light in a mastermind group, you are safe to have feedback. It's necessary. It's so, so valuable when you're uh, stuck or struggling with this piece to be able to bring it up with people who you can trust and know also you can trust in their insight that there's informed perspective being shared that's why the colleagues and uh, business expertise both make a huge difference when you say colleagues these are not these are people on a peer level right very important yeah and usually i'm so glad that this is say that again i'm so glad that this is something that you have experience and promote i think it's priceless for people oh i agree because i've seen i've seen the value in it not only not only for me and two parts to the mastermind that i really want to make clear is it's all about how can i get the information from trusted expert peers that i need to help me but it's also feeling so good about sharing your own expertise to help someone else. So Mm. it's that dual, the give and the take. Mm -hmm. It's a whole circle. It's powerful. You know, synergy is where you have one plus one equals two or plus another is three, but in synergy, it's not that way. You bring three, five, nine minds together who have clarity and are choosing to focus together and come in with a whole heart releasing everything but this purpose that's shared right now what can happen is like a hundred times more truly the insights and um, opportunities that open up oh i this is i'm thinking in my own mind how forward yeah I'm thinking in my own mind how transformational um, just some uh, some word of wisdom or advice that I've I've gotten that I've been on the receiving end of that it was it, it was transformational for me. 
And I've been on the other way where, you know, someone, I just happened to say a comment and someone said to me, that's what I needed. You're in the right moment at the right time for something to have that aha moment. Okay. We could keep talking on and on and on about mastermind groups, but we're, I'm watching the time here. And I always ask every guest, what is your best daily habits that keeps you aligned with your brand? Oh, thank you. Um, It's actually how you begin and end the day. So, because my brand is about finding those who I am most able to serve. And that means that I need to be my fullest self. I begin my day with a centering practice. I have a a practice, actually, there's a little five stars, amazing morning practice that I share that I have a um, something you can access, like a free thing. But what it is, is center, you know, do some movement, do some uh, connecting with someone of value today with your business. So I actually set that in place first thing in the morning. Who am I going to connect with? Um, That meaningful connection. I mind map in the morning. So that's, that's how I drop the thoughts from the mind onto a page. I do it in a circular format. It creates a vision of what's possible today. And then I make my choices. And usually I'll, I'll have done this the day or so before. I'll be working from a plan for the week. But then that day, the things that are most crucial come to the surface. And then I put those on a plan sheet. So that plan sheet has at the heart of it, a circle it's also because to me being mindful and being whole I just reset as often as often as I can throughout the day so really what I'm starting in the morning sets the momentum for the day and it's something that I keep re it's just like we have to breathe all the time right well same thing we need to reset and refresh our mind and our focus so I do hourly um practice also where I break up the day and I plan a golden hour. So that's um, the most important uninterrupted work that I'm going to do. And it is absolutely key to achieving the next objective that I'm working on right now. I work from project to project is my approach. So, And that golden hour. So that is, morning. Okay. So you got the morning, then you got the golden hour meaning no distractions you are only focused on that one objective then how do you end your day yeah i end my day with a centering and reflection and writing a little journal on the day and one practice that i really love that i started years ago is friday reflection also so just as the end of the day is a time to pull things together, release what what hasn't been ideal, recognize and celebrate what has been so good. See where you're moving, the direction of the day, and then you're ready to go on 
to tomorrow. Well, the same thing from week to week. And so I do that on a Friday practice. I use cycles, natural cycles. We haven't even talked about that at all. But um, my morning practice is really very much around anchoring in with the day and recognizing every morning is actually literally starting fresh. The birds are out there singing from the get-go. Oh, you know? I love birds. Um, I, lo- I, I love birds. I love the sound of them. I love looking at them out my window here. Yeah, I love birds. Yeah. So connecting with nature, connecting with our body. That's why I, I do a moving meditation too. Part of that little morning practice. So Nice. Okay. We got to get yes. on to how can our listeners connect with you? Hmm. Thank you. I have a website. It's Creative Momentum is the name of my business. So www.creative-momentum.com. My timeline, personal timeline is Zola.defermian on Facebook. So you would be able to um, go to about and you'll click through to my business page, which is also Creative Momentum. I have an active Twitter account. I have Pinterest with boards that are for business value, things that I share as well as create. Um, So again, that's by my name on Pinterest, not my business. I'll have the link to your website and can they find the information there? If they go to to your website, then they can. Oh, yes. Okay. So I'll I'll put the website link on your, on the show page. And if they want, they can uh, get a hold of that five-star, uh, what, what did you call it? Five-star? Amazing morning. Okay. Five, amazing yeah. five-star morning. Okay. So they can get a hold of that too. Okay. We're at the end, but I want you to leave us with your best parting words of wisdom. You can do this. And you don't want to do it alone. Get all of the support that will allow you to do it with the greatest ease. Business is the biggest adventure and challenging spiritual practice you can have because you will be challenged to become bigger than you ever thought you would be asked to be. And that's so awesome. Remember to follow the signals that you're getting. Listen, listen well. And if you... There's always... Go ahead. There's always what? No, it's okay. Oh, well, you know, there. I want to say this because we're running to the end. There are several things that I've identified, three things. I call it the success triad. And I want to encourage you when you go to my website to look at that too, because your audience, Sam, is so perfect. What you describe, those kind of challenges from the creative nature, the intuitive self, and the overly attracted to the shiny object and the hyper-creativity that was my problem too of coming up with a lot of projects. Uh, We need to become good stewards and shepherds of that creative nature. We need to learn how to do that. There are practices. So to be uh, aware of time in a healthy and beautiful way, 
not feeling stressed by time is key. To be always strategically attuned to where you're going. You know, you don't get in a car and just start driving. And if you are driving somewhere, you don't really have the leisure to totally check out. You, you need to, like, keep remembering where you're headed. Same thing with your business. Keep your eye on what your intention is, your strategy. Have a plan. So strategic and time-aware and mindset. Like Those are the three things that are the... Those people, your people and my people, quite likely are challenged with some of those. And that's very important. I call it the success triad. We need to keep our eye on all three, our hearts connected and reset, refresh to our best place. Lovely. That's why it's really, really imperative whenever we can to to either join a mastermind or create them. So I'm leaving it at that. Um, You talked about in your parting words, you mindset, time, and what was the third one? What's the success triad that you, I just want to reiterate that. Strategic vision. Okay. Strategic vision. Strategic vision, mindset, and time. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for and sharing. And I said time, time awareness, not yes. time management. I, I agree with you there because my, my yeah. time is different a little bit each day too, depending on what I have mm-hmm. going on. So time awareness, I like that. Time awareness, mindset, and strategic vision. Thank you again, Zola. I really appreciate you for being here. Listeners, I will have the uh, Zola's website on the show page. Thank you, Zola. Thank you so much, Sam. This is a pleasure. I'm your host, Sam Rafus, and until next time, keep sharing the love. Love Brand You with Sam Rafus. If you like what you heard on today's show, head to iTunes and subscribe to Love Brand You. You can leave a comment, a review, or send Sam a note for recommendations on a future guest you'd like to hear on the show. Thanks for listening to Love Brand You with Sam Rafus. For more, visit samrafus.com. S-A-M-R-A-F-O-S-S dot com. This is the EWN Podcast Network.